Welcome to the AgroCast, episode 75. I'm Brian, and uh, with me, of course, is our AgroCast, or AgroGamer E3 crew as we do our E3 wrap-up. Uh, we got uh, David and Ben. What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? That's... <laughs> That's right, I jumped right in there. That's right, you did. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. What's going on, guys? Not too much, just uh, relaxing after a busy, busy week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so this is the wrap-up show. We're basically going to talk about what we saw on Thursday and then uh, wrap-ups, kind of give our final thoughts and uh, put clothes on E3 2010. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what was the first thing that you guys saw on Thursday? Uh, I mean, we, to... we had our, our appointment with uh, Sony Online Entertainment, but that was not until later on. But... Yeah, that was about, a, well, pretty much what we all got there and kind of just meandered around. I know I, I got to see Mortal Kombat, the, the new one. Yeah, how's uh, that look? Uh, it, it looks like a perfect revitalization to the franchise. Uh, one of the big things they were stressing during the entire presentation was that they're trying to go back to their roots and actually go a little bit further uh, where they weren't able to back when they first started the franchise, like with the violence and the blood and gore and all that. Sure. Uh, mean that mean the blood's not going to be green? No. Okay. No, it is definitely not green, except unless, you, unless you're a beaten up reptile, and then I think it's a little green. But it's <laughs> it makes perfect sense, though, why his is green and why the, why the cyborgs bleed uh, oil. oil and stuff. Right, but definitely when you you know you rip off Johnny Cage's head, red blood sprays everywhere, <laughs> and uh, the, I, I guess, like some of the some of the other new things they had in that. Um, it, granted, they they did pretty much what every other fighting game has been doing recently, where you have a tag team now, much like Mortal Kombat or not more. I mean, uh, Marvel versus uh, Capcom. Okay, sure. you now have a tag team mode. It's not the sole mode of the game, but it's a. It's, Kind of like how you have arcade versus now there's tag team. Yeah. So you could pick two fighters and it works exactly how it works in uh, Marvel versus Capcom, where you know you can have them come in and do one one quick attack, or you can have them just jump in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a new new gameplay feature I never seen in Mortal Kombat before. Sure. But one of the one of the really cool features that I I don't think I've seen anywhere is what they call X-ray mode. Hey, the the build up for it is similar to like doing ultra combos and all that stuff in Street Fighter, where you got a meter that's got to fill up, and then you you can use up all your you can deplete it all. Except for it throws everything into slow mo, and if you've seen the the trailer for it, every strike you do in this mode gives you an X ray view of exactly what kind of internal damage you're doing. And let's just some of them are really cool. You know, you got to see them shatter backs, uh, see what skull types are like, but when you watch Johnny Cage do his, you watch somebody's genitalia just get eviscerated <laughs> as he do, does, like, four punches to it, and you're like, uh, yeah, they're not procreating ever again if they survive. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Another cool thing they did for all of them is they gave every character a severe personality. Like, before, everybody kind of had their standard movements and all that stuff, and just kind of that canned thing for everybody. Now everybody has like personality movements. Oh, that's cool. Like Johnny Cage is cocky, so everything he does in the game shows that cockiness. Um, Mina is like some hardcore bitch, so everything she does kind of has that bitch attitude towards it all. 
Yeah, so it's it's just kind of cool little extra things to get you back into the game. Nice, nice. Now, is it like where Marvel's Capcom, they kind of have like the 3D characters on a 2D plane? Oh, that, that's exactly what they did. They, and they, because I was a Mortal Kombat 4 or something like that, they decided to go completely 3D. Yeah. Um, they did that a little bit with Mortal Kombat versus DC. Well, well, yeah, it's, it's pretty much it's just 3D characters, you know, only able to fight 2D. Okay. And there's a few scenes, whatever, but it's mainly you know, cut scenes, kind of like when you're doing a fatality or when you're doing some huge move that the other person can't block. Right. Uh, that's when it kind of gives you the full aspect of 3D. And another another kind of cool thing is in the in the past, yeah, you had kind of interactive backgrounds for the game. Um, one of the big staple ones with the, the death pit, how there was always that back, um, that bridge that's in the background. You see two people kind of just standing there, like pretending to fight. Huh. In this one, you actually have a full-on fight that is random every time they play it. So huh. it's almost like there's an actual fight, another fight. So it's a, kind of a cool little thing to to add in there. Like the the backdrops for every every scenario are very interactive. Very nice. Very cool. Nice. Can't wait to play it. Yeah, I I can't get wait to get some hands on. Jeez. And, do and they... for out those, those out there listening, there's 26 characters. At least this is from their their menu they had, plus uh, DLC options, which is going to be obvious. And uh, the confirmed ones they had there were the you know Sub Zero, Scorpion, Reptile, Johnny Cage, Mina, uh, Kung Lao, Sector, and trying to think i think that was all oh night wolf oh cool so those, those eight are confirmed in the game so. all right yeah very nice yeah, that's awesome i can't wait definitely yeah. can't wait i just wish i didn't have to wait an hour to, in line to go in and see it yeah but it was worth the hour though it, it definitely was worth the hour Jeez. so um i spent my morning before the appointment was pretty much went to the nexon booth and check out their new title called vindicious and um it's a free. It's another free MMO that Nexon is going to be releasing. But this title definitely looked like it. It could have cost a good forty dollars to purchase and to play. They're um, just giving it away for free. Yeah, it's 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 going to be free to play. And what? Yeah, oh. you, you you just download and you pay, and you play. Okay, so like free to play. Me, I could easily see that kind of like how Lord of the Rings Online is. You still yeah. got to buy the discs, but it's free to play online. But this is actually you could go online, download it, and just like dungeon, like like uh, Dungeon Fighter, you just oh, go wow. um, go online, download the game, and play it, play it online. That's it. Um, and it just graphically, uh, it, it graphically, I mean, it, it's pretty good. For a free game, mm-hmm. and the combat system, it, they could have they could have used a lot more combos in it, but it, it was pretty much it was pretty simple. That you have your standard attack and you have your strong attack. Now the one cool feature that I like on here, I'm not sure they have this in Lord of the Rings or not, but this is the first time I've seen it in any MMO on a PC. Is they have a throw feature in there, where you can grab the guy and then you can perform a throw. Depending on where you are, you can throw the guy against the slam him or against the wall, or you pretty much do like a backbreaker hmm. onto the guy, or do some sort of other variation of, of a throw move. And when I was playing it, I'm, I'm I'm like I find myself doing the grab and throw more often than I do the standard attack because it was pretty much OP for me to do that, and it was almost like a one shot kill when I was doing that. And 
Um, the controls are pretty basics and whatnot. Um, the one thing that was really limited was the, the choice of range attack that you can have because you, you have a spear pretty much or a javelin and you could just launch it to any target and just kill that person like right there. Or if you're fight, fighting a boss, you can like, um, stun him for a little bit depending on the, uh, the amount of javelin that you're throwing at him. Uh, my main concern about it, and I asked one of the uh, one of the helpers there, was when you're attacking a monster. If they, let's say there's a monster right behind you, and you want to move your uh, move your character to face that uh, face that monster, it didn't matter where you're facing. Uh, it would only attack where your camera angle was looking at. So let's say. So in other words, Brian, you know, like like in Lord of the Rings, you you want to turn around and you have the character looking at you, right? Right. Well, you can't, and you want to attack back there. Well, you, in this, in Vindicious, you can't do that because if you hit attack, your character turns around and faces where the camera's looking at. Hmm. So I was like, um, are you guys going to fix this? And he goes, oh, no, you, you, you'll get used to it. <laughs> that means they don't know how to fix it. Yeah. And they're just, it's a gameplay feature. Pretty much. Yeah. Undocumented oh. feature. <laughs> yeah. And, um, there wasn't there was not really an action bar that they had mm-hmm. and that was really lacking as well so i was like um okay this is not cool i guess cuz any other MMO, you would have like some sort of action bar that you would have you know to drag whatever uh spells or action you want on that bar no not in this game uh, i was a little so pretty much you have to get used to not having an action bar as well pretty much yeah ooh yeah yeah. Well, I, depend, depending on how it's set up, that could be pretty decent. Like if you only have set set skill set skills and all that stuff, and you have, you know, your one to one to ten skills or whatever, uh, and they're just automatically uh, linked to those keys. I mean, now you, that's a little less management you have to do, but that's also not that much character development if you only have ten powers. No, it 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 was. I think the only button, the attack button, was uh. The right and left click button on your mouse. Oh, wow. <laughs> Other than that, um, I think it was what was it? I think it was Q. Yeah, Q to grab, and then like you have to use your right click to throw the person, and then like E to pick up something, and then other than that, I was about the extent of it. I'm I'm hoping that they're um, they're still developing like more combos or whatnot before they release the game. Other than that, if, it, if it's everything that I've seen, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to last long. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I know there's going to be a lot of people that will play it because it's free, and it's free to play, but not for me. Hmm. So. Well, I guess we'll have to keep an eye on it. Uh, what, did they say whether or not this was uh, the beta build or what, what build I think was it was it? it was like almost beta build, but not quite. Okay, so it's pre-beta. Pre-beta, yeah. I mean, it was like it was almost there, because I know they're gonna be releasing a, a beta for it sometime real soon. Okay. But it was not quite there yet, and I'm like, uh, okay, a whole lot better than a lot of the other games. So, <laughs> but, um, other it's than not that, Lucha Libre. <laughs> amen to that. <laughs> it's not on live too. Oh, that's right. I haven't even tried that. Um. We'll talk about it later because it's one of those things where I found really, really weird that they had a booth but no one was talking about it. 
Hmm. So uh, it was being released that week. I mean, it's not really like it was released. Yeah, it was released on Tuesday, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but but it was a funny thing though because they had a huge area in the South Hall, Mm -hmm. huge area like right next to the Disney area and whatnot, but barely anyone was there. Every single time I passed by it, like people working the booth or just people. There was a lot of people working the booth. I'm talking about people actually stopping by. Gotcha. Okay. But you well, know, they can the, play it at home. Why do they need to play it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was well because people don't, maybe maybe people didn't know maybe maybe people wanted to try it out before they actually wanted to, to go and get it. I've seen workers passing out their flies, and I've seen the guys that had the flies just throw it right away. <laughs> I was like, wow, all right, that's rough. Yeah, that was really rough. So, what did you see before you went to Sony, Brian? Uh, actually, I didn't, um, uh, well, first I, as soon as the doors opened, um, everyone just bolted right to the Nintendo booth in the West Hall. Um, m- literally in a matter of minutes, the 3DS and Zelda lines were probably over an hour each. Jeez. I mean, like, that was, I mean, I'm talking about the first, like, five minutes. I actually had people running past me to get there. It was kind of, kind of crazy, a little sad, too, but kind of crazy. <laughs> so I headed over and waited, like, three or four minutes to get into the PlayStation Move line and sat down with uh, iPet with Move and 3D. So throw the glasses on. You know, they have the active uh, 3D glasses with their little Sony Bravia TV. And it is a great tech demo. I mean, it is fantastic in, like, you know, spraying water on them and, like, playing with them. And, but I... I Honestly, this isn't my kind of game, so I don't know, maybe, you know, if you're a kid, this is something cool for you, but I did not find it very fun at all. In fact, I kind of got bored, and I think the the person who was doing the demo with me was, like, kind of noticing it, and she was like, well, let's try this, and I'm just kind of like, okay. So we drew a plane, which was really hard to draw, and then I flew him around for a few seconds, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. So, <laughs> well, I... I mean, it was like one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is really cool, except for the fact that I just, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to buy this thing myself. And, you know, and that's fine. I mean, I'm sure there are going to be kids that are going to think it's great, but, like, I had to, like, wash him and, like, feed him and play with him. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a lot of work. You you know, it sounds more like it's going to be the new Tamagotchi. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's a 3D Tamagotchi. Which means it's going to sell millions. Probably. Oh, I have no doubt that it's going to sell shit tons, but, I mean, I won't be one of those people buying it. I didn't think it was that. I mean, it was responsive, but, like, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't thinking about it properly or something. I was just, It just didn't do anything for me. So I went. So as soon as I was done there, I went into the SOCOM 3 line, or 4, jeez, SOCOM 4, and I uh, played with the move, and that is pretty slick. Um yeah, if you're a big fan of the SOCOM series, you're going to love this game because it's basically, you know, you have your two squads that you keep with you and you just point where you want them to go and you just press the button and then poof, that team starts running. Um, and then calling in an airstrike was just was just fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> basically just radaring the part like right in front of the tank so when the tank rolls that spot and the helicopter comes in and just annihilates, it's great. Nice. Yeah, it's a very satisfying feeling. Um, so that was pretty fun. I'm just not very good at the cover mechanics, so 
I got shot a lot. <laughs> and we only yeah, it happens. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then I went and did, uh, they're going to be, they're patching heavy rain for move functionality. Um, and they, the first thing they addressed was no more holding R2 so that you can walk. You just push up on the stick and, cause all the looking and context sensitive movements are done with the move. So like, if you kind of shake your wrist back and forth, your head starts swiveling back and forth, you kind of look weird, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Jason! 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 <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get to play that. I, um, but, you know, instead of it being, you know, like you move the controller up and down or side to side, um, it's, you know, like either you thrust forward or you, it, like, you know, if you have it like a flashlight, you know, forward, back, you know, rotate, you know, that sort of thing for like turning doorknobs and such. And then it being straight up, you know, you move like down or forward or, you know, back. Um, so they kind of change some of the button presses and stuff. Um, the only problem with the move is you're just not used to having, there's a move button and then the button, okay, so pretend it's a Wiimote. The A button is the move button and the B button is the T button. I don't, I don't know where T comes from, but whatever. T? Yeah, it's the T button. Like teabagging? I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking it's like trigger, like T for oh. trigger. <laughs> Um, like T, the letter T. Um, so that was actually kind of fun. I would be interested if, when getting a move, I would be interested in playing Heavy Rain all over again just to see see how it worked. Because I, I fared a little better in that uh, fight for in the beginning when you first meet Madison. I fared oh. really well in that fight just based on being able to do these short arm movements with a move. Actually able to push people away and all that. Yeah. Um, so, so would you say that when, when you tried out the move, was it like one to one? Oh yeah, no, that's that's easily one to one. That was, in fact, it felt it felt better than a Wiimote. So mm-hmm. it felt really it felt really slick. Um, and and I mean the price point, you just can't beat it. So no. I think I think that you're going to see the move do pretty well when it gets released in September. So what about Sony Online, guys? Well, we went over there to check out a few few things. One of them was uh, the Agency, mm-hmm. uh, their upcoming first-person shooter MMO type game where you play a secret agent and all that stuff. I've been I've been excited since they first announced it and then saw the tech demo last year. And actually, Ben got to sit down and play. It was he was they were showing last year they showed the PVE section. This year they showed the PVP section. Huh. Man, so, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um. The controls were simple, uh, pretty much your your standard uh, first or your first person shooter type controls and all that stuff. Um, the the one cool thing I like about it, it was the different powers that you had to, depending on the class that you were mm-hmm. you were on. Uh, I forgot what class I was playing. Uh, you were playing the scout. Okay, I was playing the scout where it was pretty much one of the one of the cool things about the scout, and I'm I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of scouts running around in the game, <laughs> was that um, one of the features was that you can have X-ray, almost like X-ray vision type, where you can see your enemies through walls, oh, that's and sweet. so you know where they were at all times. So, at one point, not not just yourself, but also your allies on yeah, your team. Exactly. So, um, it was funny because it was like later on, right, right before you know the guy wanted me to wrap it up or whatnot. So, I used the power 
there was two guys that saw me, um, saw me one way, wanted to go the other way. So they went the other way, the way that I was going to go to, but I went back and I shot them from behind because I saw <laughs> where they were going. So it was like, wow, this is going to be very interesting. But, um, the weapons on there, weapons on there was the standard, like your machine, your machine gun, your pistol and, and the sniper rifle that, that, that I was using. It was like pretty much the, the, the first shot that I had was a headshot with a mm-hmm. sniper rifle. Um, the, the guy, well, it, it was oh, funny. You gotta bring up one important thing on headshots in this game. Oh yeah. No matter what level you are, one headshot equals one kill. You know, one one hit, one kill on a headshot. Wow. You can have all the HP you want for being a level forty or whatever, but if you get shot in the head, you're down. Yeah. Which is, I think, it's really really cool because it it doesn't. It, it balances everything out. So, like, let's say a low level is going up against a higher level. Well, if the higher level gets shot in the head, he's dead, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the re- they reward player skill over you know, people just sitting there uh, grinding out levels just to yeah. be better. It's not modern warfare, folks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I really didn't want to get off. I was like, I don't want to. I want to sit here and play for this. Well, we we were there hour. for what twenty minutes or so on I, just on just the agency. Yeah, wow. twenty minutes alone. Uh, I think it's that long. What's that? They let you stay that long. Yeah, I was kind of surprised on that myself, but uh, there was nobody showing up, so he just kept letting us go until a couple of executives showed up and wanted wanted to have a demo. So, I mean, after playing that, I I really wanted to get the game and really play it out uh, for the PC, really, because it was because it was weird. Well, not really weird, but they had the the PlayStation controller and a keyboard and mouse, and it goes, oh yeah, you can pick up the. <laughs> the PlayStation controller, if you want. I'm like, no, I'm good with this. <laughs> <laughs> so afterwards, we, we we actually before the agency, we, we were waiting for someone to show us uh, DC Online. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. You don't? Okay. No, that 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 was one one of the big things that I found uh, happening a lot during that during this uh, E3 was that. Unless you were a tier two or a tier one, as our insight joke goes, uh, you pretty much got sat on the sidelines unless somebody was actually feeling nice. And when we got there for uh, the second time, we tried to see DC Universe Online. So we tried on Tuesday, yeah. and we tried again on Thursday, and we just kind of stood there and waited and picked up a controller, and nobody was really telling us anything. So yeah, you know, yeah. We'll just move on to you know Magic the Gathering. Oh, really? Because when we were at that uh, that cocktail hour thing, and I was playing DC Universe, yeah, I wasn't really feeling that. So. Okay, here's here's my short impression because I played a little bit as well. They could do a much better job if it was not an online game, and if it was like a standard, just regular standard game. Mm-hmm. I think it would have done a whole lot better. But as an online game, no. I don't think so, because it's it's hard. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to plug in your keyboard and, and communicate with other people, or use the headset most of the time. I mean, it's it just it the, the PvP aspect of it felt a little wonky, where it was like I I'm like, what the hell am I supposed well, to do? Who am I supposed to kill? Well, much like the agency this year, all they were showing was PvP. Last year, they were showing PVE, where yeah. you actually get to team up with whatever superhero or supervillains in the area. And actually 
pull off uh, tasks, kind of much much like uh, Champions Online or City of Heroes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, honestly, in the PVE section, it feel it feels a lot like you're playing uh, Champions Online or City of Villains or City of Heroes, specifically where they took out the ban on having named characters. So I mean, the PVE section, I enjoyed it. PVP, I I, I was lost the entire time. I couldn't track anybody down, or it made no sense. Yeah, I, after messing around with the buttons a little bit, I like I finally understand the powers that I uh, I had, which was the character that I had was like a, almost like a flash mm-hmm. character, where I could pretty much run up and down a wall when like at, at will, didn't matter what. Well, that's a high level power though. Yeah, that was I think high... the characters they were giving us to play with were like thirtieth yeah. level. But, uh, Which was the same in agency, mind you. So not everybody's going to have the ability to look through walls from the no, start. No, no. So don't worry about that. Um, but, I, but I was like, for my play instance, I was doing PVE, and there was this level, and I was trying to free Robin from, um, and Har- like Harley Quinn had captured Robin. Mm-hmm. So I kept trying to, like, in my battle with her, I kept trying to free Robin, and I'm like, I don't understand why I can't free Robin. And he's just like, why would you and I'm like well he's a superhero he could help me yeah he's like like, oh yeah I don't really know why they don't let you do that I'm like that would be like the first thing you would do you would you know stun her and then you'd run and you'd free Robin to help you like that seems so obvious to me but that makes sense he wouldn't be able to kill her like you would still have to do a brunt of the work but he could help the cops, like, knock out the, the henchmen or something. I don't know. But that makes too much sense. Yeah, I'm just like, why would I leave Robin here by himself? See, here's the thing. is It makes sense in a comic book aspect, but in an MMO aspect? Yeah. Not really. Because, I mean, you don't see that in any rescue missions in World of Warcraft or anything like that. You have to beat the, the villain, then you can rescue him. But completely in like a comic book in the general sense, hell yeah, I'd want to free a superhero to help me out. Exactly. Well, and then of course, as I'm like, you had to fight like um, a bigger, like a mini mini boss henchman, and then another one, and then you got to Harley Quinn. Well, the first one punched me all the way into, and I and I triggered Harley Quinn, so I had both mini bosses and her beating the crap out of me. Jeez. And he's like. Yeah, that really shouldn't have happened. Like, awesome. You shouldn't have let the henchman hit you, man. Yeah, I, I, I guess. That's your fault. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you didn't really want to talk about it, so we, we can move on. You guys... It, it was just it was just a horrible experience with uh, with uh, Sony Online and all that stuff with uh, showing up there. Yeah. I mean, we, we pretty much had to walk ourselves through all that stuff. Uh... Even though, you know... People who go name who go name us could walk right in, bump us from line, and you know, go to town. But yeah. Anyways, magic. Um. <laughs> now, what's the official name? It's like Magic the Gathering. Blah 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 blah. Something like that. Yeah. I, I yeah. I'll, I'll go with just Magic the Gathering. It's like Magic the Gathering tactics or something like yeah. that. It's pretty much. It's almost yeah. It's pretty much like the card game, just without just without actual cards in front of you, but you have a much smaller board to work with, um, and like each, depending on the the summon that you you have, 
you, they have like mini miniature squares and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, where you can play some like one like a smaller creature would take up like four squares, or like a higher creature would take up up to like eight squares, and depending on yeah, the, it was it was almost playing like that, but I couldn't get into or couldn't understand like the battle system as much. And the guy that would you know that asked me for help and what like I mean yeah I'm just trying to get used to the game and whatnot and he walked away before I even got to ask him a question. Nice. So. Well, that was your fault for telling him. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm getting used to the game. Well, well, because <laughs> I'm like I'm wondering like how am I supposed to summon? And there's like a small, small HUD like on a on a lower right hand side that you know oh yeah you can summon that way. Oh, well, if you'd, okay. have been, if you'd have been, a, you can't blame the, the game. because no, you were kind of just dropped in the middle of it. Yeah, I was, I was dropped in the middle, of like going, wait, what? How am I supposed to do what? Um, but yeah, it was. I like it for what I played. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to. I actually want to get the game and, you know, play it full hand. You know, mm-hmm. and get used to it and all that. And despite you know the, the the confusion that I had at the beginning. I was getting used to it and, you know, learning who to, who to attack, when to summon, what to summon, and, and all that good stuff, so. Well, as a, as a spectator, it kind of looked like it was more kind of a, kind of like how Final Fantasy Tactics was set up or anything like that. Pretty much, yeah. Just using the magic, the gathering universe. Yeah. And characters. Because the characters actually do appear on screen, and you use, like, depending on um, the character, you can spe- um, you can use the spells. Like a, an AOE in one area to damage your your enemies and all that stuff. So it it, it was cool. I, I like it. Uh, I want to definitely get more hands on with it. So very nice. We'll see that in the future. Yeah, that was pretty much our experience at the Sony or Sony uh, uh, whatever. It is. Sony Online. Yeah. So right after that, uh, or very short. We we had some lunch, but uh, shortly yeah. after that. We t- took a walk over to Bethesda, and uh, they lost a reservation. Yeah. Classic. Even though I had the email in hand and everything on, on my phone and all that, yeah, they, we weren't listed. Although, that happened later on with Square Enix as well, and we were just listed under a different uh, outlet name. Mm. So I, I, wonder if that, I wonder if that was the same thing. That, that might have been the same thing, because he was looking, at, looking us up by Aggregamer. So, but in any instance, we, we did get in. So, I mean, we did get in, and um, one of the cool things that Bethesda was coming out, uh, was giving out to all the media was, like, the nice little uh, uh, spring jacket and whatnot, which was really slick. Yeah, um, if you were a medium. Yeah, if you were a medium, which is all they had left. I'm like, good God. <laughs> but, uh... Other than that, they were showing uh, actual uh, gameplay for Brink, which you actually got to play. Yeah, they did Brink, uh, Fallout New Vegas, and uh, Hunted. Uh, the, the Hunted, yeah. The Hunted, which... And they were showing something for Rage, but we couldn't get into it because they were uh, just ridiculously booked on showings. And, like, they had a small theater for it, so... It, it, they, when, they, when they said that only one media outlet at a uh, person at a time... Yeah. They meant it because it was really small, but from what I understand, it was really cool. Yeah, we never got a chance. But Brink, I got I got a good good hands on with that, and wasn't too impressed with it when we first saw it last year. Wasn't too impressed with some of the new trailers they put out. Actually, hands on with it, 
I am impressed. It is a it's a it's a weird first person shooter that adds mission based items into it. You can change your uh, character type throughout the entire entire match, hmm. and it everything on it makes sense. And the stuff that doesn't make sense, they make up with it with kind of like goofy a goofy type feel to it. Hmm. So you re- you realize, yeah, I'm just playing something for fun, not like for serious hardcore, you know, championship thing or anything like that. So it was it was it was weird. Um, but it was fun, fun as hell. Like, I, I got to play as the soldier, the engineer, and the scout. I think one of the best things with the scout was you can go over there and strip another guy down, put all of their gear on, and pretty much you take over that character model. So the other team sees you as that. Nice. Mm-hmm. And like they're, they're the mission, one of the missions I was on required me to do that, and then walk into their base and hack their system. So like. Walk through every, walk by everybody. Nobody pays any attention to me. I walk up to their computer system, hack it, place a bomb, and then walk out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was just a, the really cool sneak attack behind it all. Even though I probably could have gone, I could have gone in there as a soldier and tried to lay waste to uh, uh, lay waste to everything. But it, it was just cool to have that those options, I guess. And granted, it's not as High impact is the the new trailer makes it seem where you're jumping over everything and flipping and shooting, catching grenades and stuff. But it is it is definitely not what I was expecting to find. Very nice. And then from there, I think we moved on to Fallout New Vegas, which I think Ben spent an entirety of three minutes getting shot at by yes. bots and people for so, no reason whatsoever. So if you if you listen to day two and my mafia experience. Yeah, that was my experience with uh with New Vegas. I pretty much walked up to a person and I was like, eh, and I sucked him right in the face. And then afterwards, like pretty much the entire town was chasing after me. Why did that seem like a good idea? I wanted to see what happened. The same reason he ran over a little old lady. Hey, hey, <laughs> that's a good point. Fifty points, all right. It was fifty <laughs> points. <laughs> And then it was like later on or whatever. He walks into a casino after like everything's died down, and he's talking to somebody. And like he, I guess part of the mission, at least from what I could gather from the, the text, was he was supposed to go into this room and talk to somebody. And one of the guards is like, uh, pretty much he knows you have weapons, so you get your options to hand over all your weapons, hand over all but your hidden weapons, or tell him to fuck off and go to town. And oh, please tell me you just told him you'd, you'd give him everything but your hidden weapons. I thought that's what he was going to do, too, but no, he said fuck off twice, so the entire town again turned and attacked him. Ben. <laughs> and, the, and here's the funniest part behind it. The only weapon he had on him to fight back with... Was my fist. ...was spiked knuckles. Oh. That was the only weapon, so, like, why would they give him such a big problem in this town for having, you know, spiked, uh, pretty much they were spiked uh, um, brass knuckles. That's it. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, where's my weapons? And I'm looking, I'm like, I have no weapons, so why, why was that such a big deal? Yeah. I, I, I didn't get that. So I was like, I paused it, and I'm like, I'm done. Because, like, they were, they kept on shooting me, but apparently they had God mode on. Yeah, or you know, you were just playing God at the time. Yeah. Not just because he got shot in the face like thirty times by one guy before he was able to punch him to death. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then 
he moved on to the second guy and like was halfway punching that guy to death and was like, okay, yeah, no, this sucks. Let's move on. <laughs> so, so we went on from. Um... Wait, 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 hold on. Wait, let me interject this with. It sucks because it's Bethesda. There, I gotta. Okay, get my, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to get my mic in. Well, I don't agree with that. Uh, I will agree that Fallout Three did, or Fallout New Vegas is kind of disappointing. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I thought I tweeted about that too. Like, yeah. Then I say Fallout didn't did not look impressive at all. Yeah. When I was watching the uh, the Spike TV um, game trailer pre E3 crap they had. Anyways, um, we went from that to the Hunted. Yeah. And the Hunted is pretty much a almost like a co-op it, it's adventure like, game. It's like Gauntlet, but you only get two characters, but everything is done. In a very high res, uh, very action kind of oriented type way. Dude, I love Gauntlet. And you can swap characters between, like, if you're playing uh, co op or just single player, you could swap between the characters at any time. So, like, if, you know, like, what, what happened during our playthrough? I was playing the, the huge warrior dude, and he was playing the chick with the bow. We got to an area, and the guy that was showing us was like, well, if you guys want to swap and try the other ones, go here and do this. So, we did that. And just seamlessly, we hopped into pretty much each other's bodies there and continued the same mission. And, it, like, it was, like, the transition, like, the fighting, you had to get uh, almost, like, it didn't seem too difficult. No, it didn't. Like, like when I was fighting as the bow, uh, as the, the female archer, I was like, all right, you know, pop this guy, pop this guy, bust up my melee, you know, kill him real quick, bust up my, my weapons again. And it, it just seemed so seamless. Popping people, and all of a sudden I switch over to the warrior. Boom. Melee, yeah, melee, melee. Yeah, you have your sword out, and then out of nowhere you pull out your, your bow, and then you put that aside, and you pull out your magic. It, it Swapping between the three act, uh, three uh, attack modes, just seamless, how, how you would expect it to be in a game like this. Yeah, oh, the, the three modes is pretty much your melee, your range, and your magic. Yeah. And you you didn't you didn't really expect like a barbarian and, to have magic, but he did. But well, no, well what he what was explained in there is when it comes to the barbarian, all of his physical attacks are like if you go in there just all physical, you'll rip through everything. If you try anything else with them, you can do it. It's just not very you know effective. And it's the same thing with the chick who is an archer. When you're sitting there with the bow, you could pop people off left and right. Be like the you know, perfect first-person shooter type thing with it all. You swap over to your melee or your magic, and with her magic, she's a little better, but with her melee, she no. sucked. Yeah, she... Which, you know, makes sense, because she's supposed to be this great archer. Why yeah. would she be an awesome melee person unless, you know, she she's Schwarzenegger? Yeah, but... <laughs> but the game... Gameplay overall, I liked it. Uh, I I wish I only wish we could hear what the story was. Going yeah, on. I I did too. Because the guy was trying to give us the overview of the story, and it sounded kind of kind of cool and interesting. It, it very reminiscent of Gauntlet, like I mentioned before. So it's yeah, I just wish we could have gotten a little more on that. Does so she say Elf needs food badly? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, but um. Graphically, it was really out there. I mean, this was not made by Bethesda. This was made by someone else. It's being published by Bethesda, and I can't remember the name of the company. I, that's I can't remember off the top of my it. yeah. I can't think of the top of my head as well. But it, 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 I think it's a cool online co-op. 
whether you play even, single player or co-op. Well, it's not even just online. You could sitting at home playing, yeah. playing with a, a friend. I know, like I was trying to, was it back when the PS3 came out that uh, that their version of Gauntlet, it's kind of like that, just severely updated and mm-hmm. and awesome. Yeah, well, and, we're 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 playing on two separate t- uh, TVs as well. Yeah. So. Wow. And and to go back to your comment about you know the, the phrase, there is a phrase in there where the the warrior. Calls calls the chick a stupid bitch and has to touch everything because she touches some idol and it blows up and summons a bunch of skeletons. Yeah. Huh. So I mean, there, there are little things like that in there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was Bethesda. Wow. I mean, I wish we we could have saw rage, um, especially after seeing some of this stuff um, online and whatnot. I'm like, dang, we missed our chance. But it was it was ridiculously uh, small area and time time limited because we had to get off to uh, Square Enix yeah. real quick after that. So, so I mean, it was like literally like I looked I looked up uh, see what time it was. What was what was uh, like one? What was the appointment for? Bethesda was at one, and then we had yeah. Square Enix at two. Bethesda was at one, and I wanted to see Rage. I looked at my um, looked at what time it was. It was 102 when they closed the door. It was that room was that small for having you know the amount of people that probably just bum rushed that area. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, we we missed our chance, but seeing what what I saw online and everything, especially made by uh, it it software, it it looks like it's going to be one of those one of those games that you you are gonna have to buy day one. Wow. Yeah, because it's it's the, the way that they described it and everything, how the uh, the model, uh, the the landscape model and everything, it's not like you know, oh, you have you know, you you have to render mountain one and mountain two here and then you know repeat yourself. Uh, the way that they they described it, everything was like pretty much hand drawn, uh, hand drawn. So so like there's no no same rock formation that when you were cruising through and everything. Uh, it's a first person shooter. With a car combat system in it, um, and the, the, the premise of the story was like it was a uh, post, um, it was a post meteorite destroying the world type thing, where you're trying to survive in this world with mutants and everything. So I mean, I, I after seeing and looking in graphic what it looked like graphically, I can't wait for this game to come out. I, I wish I could have seen more of it, but yeah, like 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 David said, we had to uh, to rush over to Square Enix to see Final Fantasy fourteen. Which we'll get into in a moment or two. Uh did you get up to anything while while we were doing that after they lost our uh, appointment and all that stuff? No, I, I just sort of walked around. Actually I ran into um to Rich McGrath from Bitmob. Um so we were sitting around we were just standing around chatting and uh then I was just kind of killing time till my two o'clock appointment with Nintendo, um, which was pretty awesome. Went up and we got a hands-on with the 3DS, which I mean Ben can attest it was it's pretty phenomenal. Um, there was definitely one I really liked. It was called like Target something. It was just a tech demo. Um, so basically we had. Uh, like you focused on a on on a object that was on the table, and you sort of had to rotate the D the 3DS around, and 
it focused in on that one on that one target, and then it put in like imaginary 3D targets. So you were moving yourself and the 3DS around to fire at the targets at different angles. So imagine that in virtual space that the targets were stationary. You were just moving around them, including like like peeking down holes or they had like a dragon at the end. You had to kind of get behind its head to get it at its neck. Um, so it was just really cool because basically, you know, most of the time, you know, the screen stands still. And you move yourself in the virtual space. Well, now you're moving the screen around to get to the spot in the virtual space. So it's it's like a um, like a flip of the camera angle that really kind of like at first it feels a little foreign, and then you start picking it up, and then you find yourself like trying to like peek around corners and stuff. And um, actually, funny enough, there was actually a web comic, and I can't remember which one it was, and that it was. They were making fun of the 3DS that every guy was like kept turning it upside, uh, like, turning it up and trying to look at different angles, trying to look up uh, Princess Peach's skirt. So I thought that was pretty, <laughs> um, pretty much. It sounds like a game that where you're doing exactly what people have done in the past with like the PSP or the 3D or, or just the DS in general, where you get so in tune with the game, you're trying to move and look around and all that stuff. Right. So <laughs> exactly, it's like you know people who are playing racing games and they're like turning the controller. Yeah. Um, it's like that, only this actually works. Um, so, uh, but I mean, it was just a tech demo, but it, it sort of opens your mind to what possibilities could be out there for this. Like, you know, it's going to be awesome um, uh, what they can do. They also had some, like, um, 3D, um, like, trailers for, like, Kid Icarus and um, Resident Evil and um, I watched Metal Gear, and it was very interesting. And, and I think Ben, you know, on day one, I think you talked about uh, you talked about this and how using the slider because turning it all the way up for Resident Evil did not work. It was like everything was sort of like doubling up on itself, and you had to like yeah. just scale it down a little bit so that the picture came into focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool to kind of think that the developers have a wide range of what they can do, and people can adjust the 3D uh, part of it based on, like, their own eyes, like, what their own eyes need. So it's it really is kind of cool. It's a, not a one-size-fits-all. It really is, a, you know, something... It's almost like they thought ahead about how they can use this and have it really be for everybody. So um, that was pretty cool. Uh, after that, I got taken down and got to put my hands on uh, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, which I was really, really stoked about, and I was not disappointed. Um, Wii Motion Plus involved. You can definitely, you can, like, watch the sword move, him move the sword on the screen, um, you know, as you moved your arm around. Um, just like Miyamoto said, like, placement, you know, I mean, like, really, you have to bring that nunchuck up to you know, put a guard up for yourself because, you know, they kind of had a, they had a mini boss. They had a, um, a stealth flows with, uh, you know, dueling swords. So you had to see where his swords were and then cut, you know, at the angle in which he wasn't protecting. Um, and he, and you could see like he would, he actually had enough intelligence to kind of, he was trying to creep to my right side to my sword hand to get away from my shield. So it was kind of interesting to see that they, they put a little AI in there um, enough to make it so it's not just 
Um, you know, the old uh, Dynasty Warriors, you know, block, 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 fight, 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 you know, like, you know. Uh, so whole, you know, like whole block. As soon as they're done, then you know, click X three times. Uh, so, um, so did you have any wireless issues? <laughs> no, there was no wireless issues, and I had my phone in my pocket. So, uh, you would have thought there would have been some kind of interference. Um, also, had there were a few people like filming stuff nearby, so maybe that would have. But uh, but no, no, I was perfectly able to. Uh, to play the game just fine. Um, definitely the you know secondary weapons are where are where you're really going to have the fun. Uh, I'll just sort of skip ahead to my favorite, which is the beetle. So you kind of have like this uh, like remote control beetle like attached to your wrist, sort of like a, like Boba Fett. You know, he has like the you know the missile. So you fire it off, and then you get to put. Then you're playing the beetle, and you're using a kind of remote control. And you can go up and pick up things that are out of your reach. So I picked up like a red rupee that was up on some ledge, and then I picked up a bomb flower. And as I'm like coasting near um, some baddies, it all of a sudden, as you start getting near, it shows you the projection of where the bomb will go. So you just move the target <laughs> near them, you press A, and it just goes, <laughs> boom! Just dive bomb everything. It's fantastic. Um, and it kind of gives you a taste of what kind of puzzles you might be seeing later on. So I'm really, really stoked about it. Um, and just for the record, the uh, slingshot works just fine. Uh, if you miss, it's your own fault. I'm telling oh, you, Miyamoto more first-person shooters for you. So what about the bow and arrow? Because that was the one he was having the issues with. Um, actually, the bow and arrow works fantastic. It sort of works like we like uh, we Motion Plus. You know, you press and hold B, you pull the nunchuck back, and then you wait for it, and it actually takes a few seconds like if you're really looking to zoom in on something mm-hmm. um and, and i mean literally i'm like i was far away and i just headshot it. i was just popping things left and right with the headshot it's it's very accurate very accurate damn wireless issues yeah i know right Bom- bombs you can either put down toss like overhand or you can roll it like a ball i even got to put spin on it so it like started curving to the right or you know, I'm like, I'm like, can you put spin on? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, nice. I'm like, let's try. So, sure enough, right at the end, I cracked my wrist and, uh, and then it just started going off to the right, like, you know, just like you would expect a bowling ball would. Bowling with Zelda. Yeah, it's oh. great. Hey, it works though. That's the that's the key thing is it works. I just uh, think it's gonna be probably be a puzzle where you'll need to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. Thanks, um, Brian. So uh, that was really awesome, and out of just out of curiosity, I just took a look on Amazon, and they're actually listing it as sixty bucks. The Legend of Zelda? Yep. We we gave sixty dollars. That's gonna be crazy. What? Because they can, and people yeah. will pay for it. I'll pay for it. Hey. Oh God. Yeah. That sucks, but. Wow. Uh, so that was my uh, that was my trip to Nintendo. Um, what about uh, you guys? Final Fantasy fourteen. Let's talk about it. Where do we start with this? <laughs> you can start with you. I mean, I, I I looked at the three D part of it before the before I broke it. So pretty much, we all got taken back in there into like this little private booth where it, the, the general populace 
was not allowed to even see it outside of like peeking around a corner. So they really had kind of like the actual demo kind of quartered off. Hmm. So I kind of felt it kind of cool and all that stuff. And they were showing off the, the beta they plan on bringing out here uh, for the first time. Uh, they also mentioned the beta is supposed to be out sometime in the next month for PC and um, hopefully within the next two months for uh, the PlayStation. But they pretty much took you through the two major uh, parts of the parts of it. First, character creation, which, uh, you know, you get the standard, you know, build, choose your race, change your face colors and all that stuff, add all that on. I mean, it wasn't too robust. I mean... It I, Final Fantasy XI wasn't too robust on the options you got, but you know you, you got you got to choose your race, you got to choose all of your other random stuff about you. The only issue I've ever I found with it was it was drop down instead of um, like click select or anything like that, and you had to mouse over the option and then click on it. Huh. So I mean, it led led to me clicking on things I didn't want, and I had to go back and re redo it a few times. But other than that, I mean, it's really straightforward character creation until you get to your class class section, which they've totally revamped. There are four major classes: uh, warrior, uh, magic user, farmer, and crafter. Within those, there's a number of other little subclasses in there. Like none of them have like uh, there's no set number in each one. I think in the warrior section, there was like six options, and the magic there was five. Uh, crafter there was two i'm not sure if that's just because of the beta or if that's the just the way they have it but pretty much all you choose is your very first starting class and then from that point on as they were describing you can change class on the fly so if you're and it's all based on what weapon you're wielding so if you're in the warrior class and you're being a they, put, they call it a gladiator you'll have your sword and shield You'll run around, and then out of nowhere, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to be an archer now. You pull out your bow and arrow, put your sword and shield away. Now all of your archer stats come up, and you're starting to gain XP for your archer, as long as you have your bow out. And you can swap them anywhere at any time. So I think think when we were talking about it before, you could sit there as an archer, fire a few shots off to, to weaken an enemy while they're running at you, swap over to gladiator and just rip them to shreds from there. But only your gladiator will get the XP. So it's uh, it's definitely a definitely new, interesting way to take it. Um, I actually I think it's probably a good way to do it. So you're not you don't have like a bunch of you know you're not you're not confined to one class per character. You can level every class and everything all at once. And one of the other features is when you when you do swap between classes. I think he was saying you get like three or four um, slots in your um, in your action bar that can be from any class. So you can have a warrior running around with cure, hmm. or you can have an archer running around with uh, summon destroyer god, which is how I set mine up. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they, after that, they took us through a walkthrough of the actual. Uh, PVE section just to kind of get a feel for the combat, which I it was fun, but I didn't like the fact that they they only had like level thirty characters running around, so it was kind of kind of an easy walkthrough. You didn't have much to worry about. But they they if you're looking for the same game uh, Final Fantasy XI was, or if you're not looking for that, you'll be you'll 
You'll either be impressed or let down. Let down if you're looking for the same game, because they changed the combat system completely. Um, no longer do you have to spend 80 hours with a team of 20 people on one boss. Yeah. Um, he was saying that you could pretty much solo the entire game. There's just a, like there's a few missions where it's easy if you have a team, but you know if you're really up to the challenge, you can go through you know with your uh, solo it. So they kind of this kind of scaled back the the huge battle aspects, and um, now you can lock on and you have a TP system uh, now to where you can uh, queue up actions, multiple actions, and they'll just go off as soon as your little uh, ATM, uh, what is it, active bar or whatever yeah. fills up. ATB. Yeah, your ATB fills up. They'll just go off. So you could sit there and queue, I think it was like four or five actions, and then just move around a, a character and have them all go off without you having to sit there spamming, you know, one for attack and two for, you know, a, a bigger attack, stuff like that. Uh Another kind of cool feature they added in is preemptive attack on creatures. If you can get the drop on them, the first attack you do on them will always be a critical strike. Wow. Or straight out kill a character, to kill, kill a creature depending on you know, level and all that stuff. Which nice. is kind of a cool little feature. I don't, I don't believe that was in 11 at all. No. So, but I, I mean, looking at it and getting to play it, not a big MMO fan, but and I definitely did not like uh, Eleven. This actually was an MMO I could see myself getting into. It's it's pretty much what every Final Fantasy uh, fan is waiting for in an MMO. Yep. You have anything uh, to add? You, you're the one who broke it. I, uh, yeah, I. So they they had two setups. Um, they had this, the standard the standard area with the 2D and whatnot, and then, uh, which was like, I think four stations, and then they had another two stations where it was uh, 3Ds with three monitors to look at it. And uh, I, so I'm like, we're, we were, me and David was pretty much standing in front of the line, and um, to, to my left was the 3D, to our right, me and David's right, was the, the, the standard 2D, so uh, as soon as he goes, oh yeah, you go ahead and uh, sit down and, um, and and try to enjoy enjoy the demo. So I sat down in the 3D area, and you know I had to put on the the active uh, 3D glasses and all that. And um, he goes, the guy was adjusting it, you know, making sure that it was all to point and whatnot. And he goes, you can go ahead and pick up the uh, the controller now. I'm like, can I use the keyboard and mouse? He goes, well, it's, it's a little messed up right now, so we, we prefer to use the controller. I'm like okay, okay. Mind, mind you, they they were using was it custom was it custom Logitech controllers that look like 360 controllers. Oh, the irony! Even though the game comes out for the PC and PS3, so I'm like, okay. So I picked up the controller and, and you know started moving around, and he was telling me he's like, wow. I'm like, I'm at first glance, I'm like. Wow, 3D and three different monitors. All right, you know, and you know, I was like just telling the guy, oh yeah, this looks cool and blah 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 blah. Okay, the 3D, what I was looking at was pretty much a bigger version of what the 3DS was giving us already, just with glasses. <laughs> and so I'm like walking around, and he's telling me where to go and, and how to get out. So 
I get to this one point, and uh, he tells me, oh, go down these stairs. So I stopped, turn around, and start to go down the stairs, and then it just froze up. And then it went kicked right back to the windows mode, and it goes, an error has occurred. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, it is the beta. Well, it is the beta, yeah. but they, they also explained to us how they may or may not uh, put into 3D. I, I think they were really seeing well, if they're going to go that route or not. Well, I think the way the way he described it was they're, they have the 3D in for these shows to gauge fan reaction. Yeah. And granted, yeah, you're not going to get some of the most of your hardcore fans at E3 because, I mean, it's industry and press only. Yeah. But when they show, I, I think that this was their starting grounds and they're going to try to work it into like doing these other shows. Because they said that they may or may not do 3D, and they want to see if fans actually want it or are going to be able to run it at home in 3D before they go through the, the manpower to put it in, because that might push back their hope, hopeful 2010 release date. Yeah, it push it back even longer to, uh, to what expected. So, I mean, overall, from what I played, you know... Is it going to be a WoW killer? No. Um, is it going to be something to play in between WoW and uh, the Old Republic when it comes out? Possibly. I, I honestly think it's going to be that next step all of the Final Fantasy eleven fans or people who aren't big fans of MMOs but love Final Fantasy. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be a big step for them to, to hop into an MMO. Yeah. Or to transition from an old one into the new one. Because I... Like I said, I not a big fan of MMOs. Love Final Fantasy. I I enjoyed the hell out of Final Fantasy fourteen. I just wish I'd have been able to play it actually on the PS3 to kind of gauge how well that's going to be on the on that system. Mm-hmm. But they're only showing the PC, and you know we won't we won't even get a chance to see a beta for at least another two months. Yeah. Which we're hoping to get into. Hoping, crossing our fingers, but but we'll see though. So. I think after yeah, I think after Square Enix we pretty much split up for a little for a little while. I I wandered around and did the chief editor thing, making contacts, mm. all that stuff, shaking babies, spitting on hands, <laughs> kicking shit, you know, all that fun stuff. Ah, uh, it's so funny. Um, I'm not really sure. I, I now I can't even think about what else I played uh, after that. We sort of walked, did some walking around, Ben. Tried to see Portal 2. Uh, failed at that. Didn't feel like standing in line trying to see the Old Republic. Wish I'd have known that was there earlier and we could have gone. Yeah, uh, I I did too. I, I wish we could have done that on Wednesday. Yeah. It, it was hidden. It, it was. was. It was extremely hidden. So yeah, I, I I wish we could have could have seen that because they also had the uh, the Force Unleashed two, as well, and I probably would have been like, yeah, in our podcast we have a bargain bin and the majority of them are, is all Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Oh god. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say the last thing I saw before we left basically was, uh, and I wish I had the the entire title, but I went to the Indiecade. And saw this game called like Hazard: The Path of Life or something like that, and it was it was something else. And I don't know if anyone else really has been talking about because I haven't really listened to too many other podcasts. But um, 
just the the level design is unbelievable. Like you're, you're going through these different paths, um, trying to get through the end, and, and as you're doing it, you're thinking that you're, you know, um, learning about the game and what the game is actually doing is teaching you how to play the game. Um, for instance, like you walking and you come up to a fork in the road, and it ba- and there's a sign on the wall that says like, you know. The path is not all is not always the way you're trying to go, or something. Well, you know, it's some you know Confucius say kind of thing. So the guy travels down the right path, you know, and they're colored. So that goes down the red path on the right, and then he comes back and he's back to the exact same spot. So he's like, okay, so he goes down the left path because it's the blue path, and and then he comes back back to the same spot. So you're like, sometimes it's not the way you you know, you know. So he turns around and goes back, and that was the way out of the room. So, nice. yeah, so it, it sort of teaches you how to, like, play the game itself. And um, then there's a lot of really neat, like, mechanics about with, like, uh, using color to, like, get through um, parts or, you know, dissolve pieces and just using the physics of the room and, you know, the pu- like, the puzzles were fantastic. So uh, I can't wait to download the demo and, and really go and, and try to play it. It looks so fun. And he said that after you actually beat the entire game, and that's like five or six hours, then you can continue playing, and there are different rules. So, you know, like hitting escape and going back, being able to go back to the beginning and start the path over again, you know, with your newfound knowledge, like doing that is a is a failure, is a um, makes it a failure for you. So, um, just. Very interesting. Really looking forward to seeing what it is, uh, seeing how how that's going to turn out. He's the only guy working on it, so he's like, "So if I get sick for a week, that's a week lost." <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Well, that's you know that's how indie games go, you know. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing more uh, from this, and uh, I'll try to get the thing in the show notes. I'll I'll have to go and find it uh, so I can write it down and put it in the show notes. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's pretty much what we we all saw, you know, Thursday three. So final thoughts, David. Um, honestly, what it comes down to is they, I I enjoyed the hell out of E three again, but they need to add another day. There's just, you know, not much go. There's there's not much time to see everything. I mean, you could kind of hear how rushed we were. Especially, you know, on Thursday where we had back-to-back things. And it was just because we, we had, that was all the time we had. So, I mean, I enjoyed the show. I found a lot of really cool things, you know, that new things were announced, all that stuff. I, in my opinion, think Sony took the took the show again, at least far, as far as the big three go. Um, but honestly, I think a few things need to change. With the with the show in general, yeah, I, I think so too because it's especially for a small team, for for a um like a site like site like ours where we have a, a small group of team or even like Gaming Angel only had a group of the, the team of three mm-hmm. and they had a difficulty to try to cover everything. Um, it, it was it was impossible. They need to add another day. Um, don't know what they need to do, but. They need to add another day so that you know we can try to cover as much as we can. Well, either that or 
move it to a bigger bigger area to to show off so that they can make bigger booths or something like that so they can cater to more oh yeah more people per showing so when I went into like the Mortal Kombat or the uh, Dead Space 2 they were only allowing 20 people at a time to sit through a 15 to 20 minute demo so I mean they weren't able to cycle through all that fast but if they could bump that that number up you know, just by sheer size. Yeah, and they but... have, have, like, two, three rooms where they can do showing and, yeah. you know, go through it much faster. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, I, you can you can say that with, like, the big three. Mm-hmm. Have a bigger booth with those so that no one's waiting an hour, two hours, just to be in an area for about 20, 30 minutes, you know, try to rush mm-hmm. to see how much they can, they can, you know, see and whatnot in a short period of time. So... Either that or stop letting people, like, there's this douche in front of me while we were, I was waiting on Thursday morning, and his title was Guest of Capcom. Well, I think that was one of the people that won the con- won a contest. Oh. I think there was, like, 15 people there total oh. that won a contest. Because there was three people from Sony that were guests of Sony. Oh, okay. Because they were giving away con- uh, prizes. I see. But, but I will agree that they need to limit the number of um i guess people at the like at the exhibit specifically that aren't actually working because that that seemed like it was the bigger bigger thing was it was more um industry and exhibitors running around yeah and there was a lot of red badges running around yeah you know it's almost like they purposely brought like double the amount of people that they needed so that those people could run around and have fun. Yeah, exactly. And it makes makes things like even even for all even some of the major media sites makes it difficult for them to actually get in and take a look at what they want to do mm-hmm. or want to you know or trying to do their job and cover it. And it's it seems like they're I mean yeah it's E three supposed to be a big fun thing for all the gaming people. But they're, I think it's it's getting a little out of hand with exhibitors mainly, and um, I, I honestly think it just needs to be cut back that way, uh, or or at least at, at least for like media, add some add some time in there where it's media only. Right. Exactly. I mean, like if they if they opened up in the morning at like eight o'clock and then stayed open till eight o'clock, and the only people allowed in there were media and people working the booth, like actually working the booths. I honestly think that that could save them from having to add an extra day. I mean, it'd be about an extra day's worth of time when you look at it. If you put you know two hours on each end, right? Be sitting an extra six hours for it, but that's six hours where you have the people actually talking to to people in mass um, about their games and all that stuff and getting the news out there for them. Because I can guarantee these exhibitors, yeah, they'll go home and they'll tell their friends, but. Most people they'll they'll get out to unless they're Cliffy B are going to be like twenty people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, where we we can actually hit you know multi, you know hundreds and thousands of people in you know one tweet. So. Yeah. So. Anyways, that, that's that's my feelings on on how it all went. I, I mean, other than that, there were some great announcements, uh, some great looking games I can't wait for. Um, some games I, I wish were out now, but got pushed back. God of War, I'm talking to you. Um, <laughs> and Mortal Kombat. No Dead Space? Oh, and Dead Space oh, 2. That's what I say. But <laughs> I have to wait at least until uh, September for, to, to hope for Dead Space 2 to be out because 
it, the PS3 version comes with extraction uh, with move capability. And even though I've beaten it on on the Wii, I'd love to give it a try on the with uh, with the motion or with the move. So. Move, <laughs> move to connect. Yes. Uh, cool, Ben. Um, overall, uh, after thinking about it, you know, the past couple of days and whatnot, it was a good it was a good E3. It wasn't you know spectacular or anything like that. There was no major you know one solid wow IP out there or 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 sequel or anything like that. It was was pretty much like just like wow me or anything like that. But uh, um, it, it was a good solid E3 overall. Uh, my complaint is they need lunch tickets in the media room. Oh yeah, I know what was up with that with people like walking out with like five or six lunches. That is insane. Okay, first off, I'm not a veggie person, all right? <laughs> I hate I, – I know I need to get there early so that I can uh, fight through the vultures and everything, but they need to they need to work with CES or something and 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 have some sort of lunch ticket area because it was ridiculous. We were – me and David were walking to the media room. We saw this one girl carrying five trays out. And yeah, we, not even to like a table or anything where like her group was at. Just out of the media room. Yeah, it was out of the media room. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So by the time we got there, we pretty much, you know, tried to scramble what, what was left. Oh, vegetarians. Yeah. I'm what? sorry, California. Not everybody's a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Andy and Jamie. But, uh, they don't it, listen. What's that? They don't listen to this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 that was ridiculous. I mean, I... I I wish they need to to put something on there, but other than that, they they need to some some of these booths they need to they need to have someone monitor like the the lines or where they need to if they're watching something they need to either make the area bigger or just like find or or remodel their area so that more people can look in the area without having when once you walk in you're like instantly bumping to someone Capcom. EA usually does a really good thing where they where they have a few booths set up, they have a few uh, separate rooms, but it's like every hour on the hour, in their huge open area they have, mm-hmm. they have a show which is based around one title. Yeah. And they show the new trailer, they show a little bit of game footage, and that's where they hand out their swag as well, where they throw the shirts out. Well, that's perfect because when if you look in the area, it's just one big gigantic area yeah. where people can stand and whatnot, and they're still plenty of room where people can move in and out yeah. which I think is a great idea I just wish more companies would do that well, I, Activision I, did it they had an entire stadium of people yeah they had an entire stadium <laughs> right next to the stage thanks Activision for the free booze and boo that six million dollars worth of booze yeah did you hear about the number no Activision dropped six million dollars on uh, on their thing. Just wow. just on the concessions and uh, renting the space. Yeah, that's not including all the people they had um, for the show or all the equipment. So, just imagine I, that, number, that number would probably was a lot higher than that. I I can imagine. So, anything else? Um, well, yeah. Other than that, you know, meeting. You know, all the great people again, meeting them, some new people, um, meeting some old ones. So, I, you know, like Bo Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, Wild Buckner, Haley Bright, 
Um, I saw the team from uh, iCrotic.com. Mm-hmm. Saw some familiar faces. Saw some new faces. Um, some people that I wanted to see a uh, meetup um, didn't get the opportunity to do so. But uh, uh, hopefully next year we'll be able to do that. But uh, other than that, yeah, good E3. Um, wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Um, out of the three, out of the big three, after thinking about it, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think Sony stole the show. Um, Nintendo came in a close second for me, uh, as opposed to with all the announcements and you know the 3DS and all that. And then, yeah, Microsoft. Fuck you. Hey, if I'd have been bribed, my vote would have been swayed the other way. Just so you know, if you if any Microsoft employees are listening. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck that. Hey, Microsoft, fuck you. His opinions are not ours. How about yourself, Brian? What do you think? You know, um, I, I think we uh, came with a lot of uh, really good uh, things that we learned from last year, and I think we learned a lot more new lessons for this year. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing next year and, and really getting ourselves out there some more. Um but, uh, I mean, overall, I, I think uh, Sony had more interesting announcements, but um, Nintendo really went after, like, the fans. Um, and I really feel like the 3DS was a, was a big show stealer for them because uh, it really is pretty slick tech. I mean, um, they, really, they really outdid themselves on this one. Uh, you know, uh, it's definitely going to let that keep... It's going to help keep the DS going on for uh, many more years to come. Um but I mean, I mean, of course, you know, we're supposed to pretend that we uh, we say the gamers are really the ones that won uh, E3. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Kevin Butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Kevin Butler is actually the winner of E3 um, by far. It, it's true. Yeah. He stole the show and all the shows. <laughs> after that, after that speech, I wanted to stand up and, and do a standing ovation. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That epic speech, yeah, it, I was, yeah. Um, so, pew uh, pew pew pew. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I mean, I thought it was a really good show. I, I think a lot of companies made a lot of great showings, and I, I think they really brought a lot of quality products to the stage. Um, again, we're back to kind of a little nervous that we're still kind of riding the cash cow thing. Um. A lot of, uh, not many new IPs, a lot of sequels and remakes and re, you know, hashes and what have you. Um, so hopefully next year we'll actually see uh, a few things here and there um, that are uh, at least new uh, as far as IPs are concerned. Because um, they're really, if you really think about it, the big, the big exciting ones were all sequels or remakes of some kinds. I mean, the real big ones were Marvel vs. Capcom 3. You yeah. know, another Legend of Zelda. Um, the, the Metroid, the uh, Kid Icarus. Uh, Gears of War. Yeah, Crisis yeah. 2, uh, Medal of Honor. SOCOM 4, Twisted Metal. Um, hey, that's been out of out of circulation for so long. It's a new IP again. <laughs> <laughs> I put that under the, re, you know, like rehash and remake. Yeah, and Yeah, revitalization. Yeah, Killzone. Yeah, so... I'm not saying that there weren't, you know. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that there weren't, you know, some some good new things out there. I mean, Bulletstorm made a big splash, so. Yeah. Um, well, of course they did. Free hamburgers. Are you kidding me? Good point. <laughs> That's a good point. T-shirts and hamburgers. 
you give you give guys t-shirts and hamburgers, you know, and 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 ladies. I mean, really anybody. You give people who are hungry and tired. You give them t-shirts and hamburgers, and they're gonna love you. And, and have hot chicks serve it. Yeah, that you'll get a good review around all the all way around. Pretty much. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think it shows that, um, you know, the video games industry is 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 big time, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they demonstrated it this past week, and uh, looking forward to holiday 2010. <laughs> holiday, yeah, I, I saw a lot more celebrities at this year's E3 than I did last year. Like, I, like I recently found out like George Lopez was there, um, Ice Cube was there. Still like, doing the jerk off. Yeah, I um, <laughs> see Rashid, uh, Rashid Wallace was there. Method Man and Redman was performing at Konami. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like for some odd reason, for some odd reason, next year's E3 is going to be like one huge concert. I don't know, but that's just me. But um, if they have Gore and Romstein there, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, you guys have a best of E3. Uh, best of E3. Oh, well, I mean, I'd have to give my nod back to. Final Fantasy, really. That one's, that one's. I mean, even though it didn't overly wow me, it's been something I've been looking forward to and actually getting the hands-on. I mean, Mortal Kombat was cool. Yes, God of War was awesome, but, you know, it's just another another chapter in the story. So, I mean, uh, I really can't... I mean, Splatterhouse, if you want something not on my normal plate... Mm-hmm even though it kind of is. That was definitely one of my favorite things to go over and see and play. Yeah. Um, oh, I, oh, actually, no. Rock Band 3. I went back there three times to play and Naughty Bear. You were trying to set me up for that, weren't you? You were trying to set me up. <laughs> I was. I'm Brought like, to you by Naughty Bear. I, I, I was sitting there going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm literally lobbing the ball at you and... I was trying. I was trying to get hit by pitch. Come on. <laughs> um, I guess my best of my uh, my best of E three would have to be. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with what Harmonix showed us with Rock Band three and, and Dance Central. You know, Dance Central. It was not just a gimmick game. It, it's an action. They they took the full technology of the Connect and la, ma- la, la, la. shut up. <laughs> but uh. It, it, it made it work. It wasn't like a gimmick game or anything like that. Um, another, I, I, I guess, another nominee that I went and played a little bit was Castlevania, uh, Lords of Shadows. I, I, I really want to play that game. I mean, I only played like five minutes minutes of it before I had to go move on, move to the next line, uh, back to the line. But I was like, yeah, screw that. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen uh, was great to see. Uh, other than that, you know, as much as I am a a, um, a fighter gamer, uh, you know, for the genre and whatnot, at, at watching the people play Marvel vs. Capcom three, I just wasn't that impressed. I just could, I, I I think just maybe graphically, I just couldn't get into it. But just the way that the style, of, uh, I mean, the style of play. Is still there and everything. I, I guess it was just maybe the people playing the game. I just couldn't couldn't get into it. Um, you can send your hate mail to B 
win at agrogamer.com. Nice. <laughs> I don't care. As long as I'm getting mail. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. Um, How about you, Brian? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Goldeneye. On... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we was... Vitality Sensor. Yeah, exactly. Those are the big winners. I tore to tell the connect to rage quit. Right. Um, actually, I'm gonna kind of kind of lean with Ben on this. Uh, Dance Central um, was kind of very very skeptical about the connect and how it would work, but damn, I mean that game just puts it all together for you. And all the and while all the other games kind of look like crap, um, that one really shone like a bright diamond in the rough. So. I'm gonna have to go with that one since I, I will only choose one. I, I loved Zelda, but I mean it was a lot. It was a lot of more of Zelda. So um, Dance Central, it's new. It's it's brand new. It's it, it's fun to play. It's gorgeous. I you know it uses the tech properly. What what can I say? That was to me the winner. Yeah, I mean there was very few new IPs out there this year, and Dance Central, I I think you would. Once you got, I mean, I was really like like Brian, really skeptical, you know. And you know the way they had the dance floor and they had professional dancers, like, oh great, we're all gonna look like fools. No, but we I mean, did. We oh did. no, yeah, we, we still did, but but it's just how well it worked with the connect. And we didn't have to catch a red ball at all. No, we didn't. No, the one <laughs> thing I liked about Dance Central is it's a single player game, but you can have no, most not single player. No, no, well. well Hear me out. I mean, it's single play when 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 the camera is focusing on one one person, but you can have backup dancing where the camera does recognize you, but it it uh, reds you out, so it only focuses on the one person. So okay, I can see I can see where, where you're going. Where where where, where, uh, where I'm going with it? So I like how multiple people can play. It's almost like a like I said, it's a single player game, but multiple people can play at the same time to the dance along with. Whatever dance song you're you're dancing to. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this up? No. Uh, no. That pretty much covered at least most of what it was. If anything else, we're gonna have all of our re- the rest of our impressions and all that stuff on the site sometime soon. Yeah, within the next few days. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least try. But yeah, at least try. There was a lot, and there's just the three of us. So. Anyways, that is all with this episode of yep. the AgroCast. Yep. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Marketplace. Uh, send all comments, suggestions, and other uh, topics to agrocast at agrogamer.com. Um, I'm thinking Mike will be back with our next episode since uh, E3 is in the books. And uh, that's it. Um, for Ben and David, uh, this is Brian. Um, we're out. Peace. Later. Win-win.